0: Motivation versus discipline. I've been wanting to speak on this for a minute now. Um, honestly, this is something that kind of hit home for me. Um, a couple of situations that I felt that um, hit me the most is when I would um, come home from college during breaks, and I used to um, like watch the playoff games or um, bowl games. And um, for me, it was watching it, I'm extremely motivated. I'm like, can't wait to get back to school. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Set myself with high goals. You know what I mean? Because um, – it always looked fun and better on TV with everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, even even playing, in college, playing college football, even watching it, sometimes I forget that how it really is just because how it looks on TV. Um, so basically being, being, being home, being motivated, doing this, everybody always talk about your performance the year before or whatever. So for me, I wanted to um, pretty much go home and I'm a grind. I'm gonna go hard. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm not gonna worry about nothing else. I'm gonna stick to my plan. And um, one thing that always happened was when I was when it was time to grind with the team, it was like I was put in that fire. So it was like, boom, right into it, you sore all over, you don't wanna do nothing. And then it's like, well, even if I wanted to do something right now, I couldn't. You know, the first two and a half weeks is you pretty much Your body acclimating. Yeah, you pretty much can't do nothing on your own. Like you be crazy sore. And then it's just like, I guess ain't nothing else to do right now, but have fun type of thing. You know what I'm saying? So then it kind of starts the cycle of going out, hanging out with your boys, and then just working out during the week. And for me, that kind of like lasted longer and longer than I wanted it to. Um, And it it used to make me so mad, like at myself, you know what I'm saying? Thinking back on how I used to think about how I want to train this way, train that way. But when I'm putting that fine, I'm actually working hard. I can't put in extra work. Like everything I'm talking about right now is extra work. You know what I'm saying? we always going to work hard regardless of what we're with our coaches or whatever. So um, that was opening for me, realizing that I didn't have the discipline to continue what my mindset was in the beginning when I was motivated. Um, that's like one situation that was glaring to me. And then when I got cut from Tennessee Titans, that was by far the hardest for me because it's, it's, I realized that it is very hard to sacrifice everything some of you don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? So sacrificing everything, but you don't see the light that of the tunnel. So it's almost like you working out in the dark. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what's coming. So you can put, you can sacrifice everything you have, every all your time, for this one goal, and you have no idea if it's going to come. Like mine, you can, of course, the mindset, everything, speaking to existence. But at that time, I wasn't there yet, awareness-wise. You know what I mean? So for me, it was almost like, it was, I had to force myself to work out. It was, I think that's what took the joy from it. Cause at that time it was, I felt like something I needed to do, mm-hmm. which I did, but it, it was no love behind it. It was almost like kind of forced, like it was just kind of going through the movements, you know what I mean? So then was the two <laughs> glaring moments that were opening. And mind you, this is like a, almost like a year and a half long process. Cause you know, I graduated before you. So yeah. my process and that mindset lasted for a long time and I couldn't figure out why and then came down to motivation versus discipline you know what i mean so that's kind of like my story and why i want to dive deep into it and i kind of want to hear y'all thoughts on it and like maybe some examples of when y'all have to deal with that
1: i feel like contrary to popular belief mm. right like you were in the situation where you were doing something out of discipline um when you said when you got cut from the Tennessee Titans and people always say, like, you need more discipline than you need motivation, because then, like, what happens when the motivation runs out? But if you were doing that in discipline, that just leads me to think, like, motivation is just as necessary, and maybe we wouldn't call it motivation. Maybe, like, your why, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Mm -hmm. Just, like you said, just not, like, sacrificing everything and not knowing what's going to come, because I could do something. I could check off things off a checklist all day and call it discipline, but if I'm not moving with love and yo, I want to do this with passion. I feel like it's not going to go nowhere anyway. Mm. You know what I'm saying?
2: Like you said, I don't think motivation is necessarily sustainable because I think it's something like, you know, you hear a video or like you for you, for instance, you've seen something on TV and, it you know, it got you excited. You got those initial emotions that excited you and, like, it showed you a vision and everything like that. And now you're excited. You have this vision and whatnot. But... The means of keeping the motivation alive, I would call it, like you said, why or inspiration or developing Mm -hmm. an aspiration, you know, does take some discipline. You feel me? I think it's part part looking in to um, why this motivates you and then, you know, being able to step out and be like, okay, like, okay, it motivates me. But how realistic is it or how realistic am I going to be to make sure that I obtain the discipline for it? And things like that. I know I've definitely called myself like that too. When we was in college, when I would um, come back, I'd watch the games, or I'd be talking to like, you know, one of my boys that I haven't seen in a while, or my coach that I haven't seen in a while, and be like, "Man," they'd be like, "You got it, Kwon." You feel me? It's like, "This your year. This your year." Okay, I'm getting hype. I'm getting motivated. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go work. I'm gonna go work. And I do. Like, I definitely do my work. I work, you know, while you're home. Obviously, you're working alone, so you know, you see, you're feeling like your motivation sustainable. You're like, okay, bet, I'm gonna do all this. I'm gonna make sure I get some extra work after the team run. And then you know, you kinda get like you said, you get into those team runs and those team workouts and it's like, Whoo, boy, I feel like I just got shot in the legs. Like it was mm-hmm. Friday, finishing finishing Friday like this and things like that. And it's like and then you don't see yourself doing what you said you was gonna do far as like um you know, getting that extra work in after the run. And then you start to kinda get down on yourself, like, dang, I did not keep that promise to myself, like, oh, I lied to myself. Oh, well, since I've already not started I, let me just wait and start, I don't know, next year or when the slate seems clean again. And I feel like that's where motivation can suck, suck you dry if you don't try to turn it into a transferable discipline. You feel me? You say you want to work, figure out, like, how is this work going to be sustainable within, um, within everything that you have to do, whether it's in, in the morning you get you 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 pull-ups. You know, it, say it be physical. You feel me that way that, you know, you've already got that and you've gotten in your extra work instead of waiting till after mm-hmm. when you, you know, you're beating down and whatnot. So I think it is, you know, transferring it, you know, whether it's making a routine, whether it's, you know, you know, delegating it to certain days, whatever it may be, you know, for your motivation to be sustainable. I feel like you got to imp- implement it some way mm-hmm. into your life. That's practical.
0: I also feel like we got to um, understand that motivation isn't bad. And it's also um, just an emotion, you know what I mean? So it's you just got to understand it's an emotion, and it's not meant to stay there forever, you know what I mean? Those motivational videos we watch or music we listen to is for temporary motivation, at least for me. Um, I even I brought up the story um, in Little League, I used to listen to music, and it used to give me hype. Then as I got older, the high school and the college, the music wasn't really hitting me like it used to, you know what I mean? So I feel like as long as you understand that motivation is a, a feeling. I know um, I was working in a gym. I mean, there's a lot of people that come in the gym motivated, like, you run into somebody that doesn't work out at all. They come in the gym, and new year, new them. They ready to get it in. And they'll say they want to come to the gym five days a week. Like, whoa, you don't, you don't even want to do that. Even if you could, like, literally you'll be limited to one exercise a day just because you haven't worked out in a while. So I think uh, having people understand that, that it's motivation that's keeping them on that cloud, not feeling. Mm-hmm. And then then having them understand that, hey, maybe you should, like, keep that motivation, but... Let's cut everything in half. Instead of going five days, let's, let's stick to two for the week. Like mine, like mine you think five days is going to be easy. Two should be a piece of cake. You know what I mean? So let's, exactly. let's do that. You know what I'm saying? And, and mind you, it's, it's for you. It's not up to nobody. You can look at other people and say, hey, my friend going five days and they saw great results. But if it's not for you, it's not for you. You know what I mean? You should follow whatever your body or your mindset is at that time and place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like understanding yourself and what you need to take that next step.
2: No, facts. And I feel you And definitely the significance and of motivation is that a rise of emotions and feelings that excite you. And I feel like that can be the seed, you know, of something, you know, potentially great for you. You feel me? Whether that be you take this motivation and you turn it into, you know, you're in the best shape of your life or you open this business and it's doing great or you feel me, whatever it may be. And I think that's what motivation is good for and things like that but like you said sometimes we come come in you know we're motivated and we come in with these big audacious goals to do something and we have no means of actually doing it because we have no plan for how it's going to get done mm-hmm. so I think too like you know like you said like people like they jump so far so like first let's scale it back let's be realistic what have you been doing now like okay you haven't been doing anything now okay let's start off trying to do it like once a week and then mm-hmm. From that you know twice a week th- three times a week then you know eventually maybe every day depending on what this activity is you feel me but when you jump in and you, you jump in big with you know high on motivation when it does not go the way you planned it for, planned it to or you've seen it unfold in your mind whew, that's like that's a big crash like you feel mm-hmm. me that's like a sugar crash you're drinking so much soda and then you know you crash and you're drowsy or whatever that's exactly what that is you know you don't you, you don't you're not able to recoup from that because you just feel completely shot, you feel me? And it's not even that you did something wrong, it's that every time you try something new, you don't necessarily excel at it. Or it, you know, it's hard at first, you feel me. You just gotta figure out, you know, what door do you need to enter, you feel me? Is it the door to the left, door to the right, the door in the middle, you feel me? You gotta figure out how you wanna enter this so that it can last for you.
0: It's a lot easier to not do something when somebody else tell you to do it. You yeah. know, that's natural ego. You know what I'm saying? Like it, you might not think about it, but you know what I'm saying, you're like, oh, my trainer told me to do this, so I'm not gonna do it. But if you tell yourself, I want to do this or this is what I need to do for betterment of my health, then it's easy to do it and follow through with it.
2: I definitely agree. It's definitely easier for us to um like follow through on our promises to ourselves for sure. Because it's coming from us. And, you know, even if you're a person that's very coachable or something like that, you know, there's still sometimes you might resist because it doesn't necessarily align to what you know, what you want to do or what it may look like for you. It's really, like, connecting that why, mm-hmm. you know, bringing that why back to it. Like, okay, I say I want to get fit. Why do I want to get fit? Okay, because I want to live long to see my great-grandkids, I don't know, graduate high school. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Now that You know, that's a sustainable motivation. You feel me? Um, you know, and that is the importance. Like, I loved in college, like, a big thing for us was we picked our one word. And um, behind that, you know, in your individual meeting room, you would you know, kind of give you a why for this one word, you know, just, you know, ingraining another layer of, oh, wait, this is actually what this means to me. And because now now you're not only vocalizing it, but you're vocalizing it to your peers, the people around you. So now they know your one word and they know why you chose that one word and they know that you intend to play and behave by that one word. And I think that also just ingrains another level of, okay, I, like, I need to follow through on this because first off, I said it to myself, then I said it to my peers, and now everyone knows that these are my standards. And I don't want to be the person that doesn't, you feel me, meet their own standards. You know, I'm not talking in regards of high or low or win or loss. I'm talking about just meeting your standards, You know, following through on your word, being truthful to yourself and to your peers and things like that. So I definitely feel like Self-motivation, you know, the culmination of it. And typically, I feel like if you get motivated by something, there was a deep resonance as well with whatever motivated you, something that triggered that motivation. So already, there it is, lying dormant.
1: I feel like a big factor, too, <clears throat> that plays a big role in it. Like you were talking about, like, sometimes people, they'll come in and they'll touch it. Like, me, I both of y'all just said, like, kind of the same but opposite thing. So, like, accountability is good, too. But at the same time, you can't solely rely on it. But also understand it from jump, like whatever it is that you need that motivation or that discipline for, like understanding like what it takes to get there in the mm-hmm. beginning. Cause like I was telling her today, I'm like, I don't know what I was on this morning in the gym, man, but I went in there and I don't know if it's only me, but sometimes I talk to myself and I can be David Goggins or I can be like compassionate too. But today mm-hmm. I was just in there. And like, for instance, I'll take the sled one way down. I load it up. I'll take it down. I'll walk the other way. I'll catch my breath and then I'll go again. Today I went one way I turned it around. I got off of it. I'm like, when are you, like, going to be great? Like, you're going to continue mm-hmm. to do the same thing, or are you going to, like, pursue, like pursue greatness? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if you continue to do this, like, you know what it takes to get to the next level. Stop being that red light for yourself. Stop taking that break. So, and, and the same thing with my ab workout. I'm like, I'm going – I'm like, all right, 30 seconds. And usually I'd be like, all right, 29, and that's enough. Mm. And I'll stop before the time the time go. Today I was by myself. She wasn't with me. So it was only mm. me. It was me versus me, and I don't know who was watching. I don't care who was watching, but I was just like, I understand what it's going to take. There was no coach yelling at me. I didn't tell nobody I was going to do more time. I just understood that, like, okay, for this next level and the reasons why I want to reach this next level, like, these are the things that I got to do. Mm. And – I remember, like, when we first met, I had gave you that book, It Takes What It Takes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <clears throat> who, who wrote that book again? Uh, Trep- Trevor, Trevor Mowat. Mowat. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, go, so Trevor Trevor that book actually opened my eyes, too. I'm like, whatever I do, whatever I want to be successful, that there's going to be some sort of discipline that needs to go behind it. And I'm a very structured person, very disciplined person when it comes, like, if I've got that that schedule in front of me or that routine in front of me. But when I'm just going through the motions and I don't mm. want to do it, it was all for nothing. Like, I've literally left things that I've did everything exactly how I said I was going to do it, and it didn't feel good.
0: Mm. Man. It didn't feel good. That reminded me of the book um, The Power of Intention by mm-hmm. Dwayne Dyer because um, I'm sure it would have been a different feeling if I sat there and told you do 30 more seconds. You know what I'm saying? It would mm-hmm. have been a different feeling. And I speak on this because of through experience, man, like my coach in college, you, you know what I'm talking about. He, um, he, he was big on extra work. Like he was – everything he said about extra work was facts. It was just who he was as a person, me hearing it wasn't – it wasn't connecting. It wasn't relaying to me. But, man, everything he said was facts about the extra work you got to put in. You got to be different. You got to, you know what I'm saying? You want to be great. You got to do different things. But I wouldn't. I wasn't doing nothing he was saying <laughs> because he told me to do it, and I didn't like him. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't do nothing but hurting myself. You know what I mean? I'm rebellious against him, but what am I doing? Like, it's, it's only hurting myself. Like, I'm trying to make sure he understands that I'm not listening to him. But at the end of the day, it was my goal. It was my dream that I – you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm holding back on, you know what I mean? So the fact that you're saying that, that's, that's real big.
2: I feel like a part of that, too, is, like, a little bit of pride and a little bit of ego at the same time. Like, yeah, you you could tell me all this, but I'm not going to listen to you. Like, mm. wh- who do you think you are? <laughs> you feel I me? Mean? I've definitely felt that before, too, and I feel you. It's like, you know, now I realize, like, no matter necessarily, like, what the person is like or, you know, how they behave, if they say something valuable, they say something valuable. Mm-hmm. You feel I me? Mean? Just because you might not align with them doesn't mean that they have nothing valuable to say. And that just kind of goes into, you know, to other things like, you know, when someone's a little bit different from you, don't, you know, disregard them or put them down just because they don't align with what you align with. Mm -hmm. You know, their values are their values and yours are yours and they can coexist like we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. And I also, too, feel like something, you know, as far as implementing, you know, um, a practical way to move on your motivations, too, is like also not necessarily getting so caught up on what you think it should look like, Mm You feel me? Like, taking that opportunity to also, like, kind of fig- think of what it should look like for you. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It might not look like what it did on TV for this professional mm-hmm. boxer in his training class for you, you know, your first boxing training class. Mm-hmm. You might not feel like that. You might be dead tired mm-hmm. and things like that. And I think you got to realize that and maybe, you know, sometimes adjust the way you come at it as well so that you don't get so so caught up on what it looked like as you was envisioning the journey. Mm-hmm. The journey is kind of... In a way, you can envision it, but at the same time, you really can't because there's so many unexpected things to that will occur and things that will you feel me, hop in the road and I feel like it's more so figuring out a way to adjust and to navigate around those obstacles and you know or jump over those hurdles, whatever you want to do. How important do you feel like self discipline is, like in just in life in general?
0: The people that don't have self discipline, I feel like it stands out a lot. It's levels to it, um, but the successful people or people that are striving to be successful, you can see it definitely. And um, I think it, it carries in everything they do. Um, like um, for me, like was um, like watching you get up every morning at 525. You know what I mean? That was, to me, that that's that's part of it. That's self-discipline. Mm-hmm. Well, details is everything. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Small to big. So I think um, little things like that is what <clears throat> takes people a long ways. You know what I'm saying?
1: They said like how you do anything is how you do everything. And once I heard that I mean, I don't make the bed now because Ash gets up second, so she got to make the bed. (laughs) But it's a big deal if she don't make the bed. Like, you're supposed to be disciplined for me because you woke up second. Because if I woke up second, I would have did it. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I believe, like, how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. So it's it's real important in whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm disciplined in every area because I could – Tell you, I want to, I really do want to read real bad, but probably not that bad if I'm not making it happen, how I said, how I want to or journal. Mm-hmm. And But I'm in the gym every single day and I won't miss that. So it's just like, I guess the level of importance to the end goal.
2: Mm. If it's important to me enough, I'm gonna make it happen. And if it's not important yet, it could also it could always be important later. You feel me?
1: Not to say reading is not important, of course. Because I do feel that way. But it's just like I can sit here with a list of excuses as to why I haven't read how I've been wanting to.
2: No, I I, I feel you. And I about to say for me, it it took me time. Like I literally because I used to catch myself like skipping like a few days reading. And I'd be like, you know what, I got to figure out a way just to implement a small piece of this every day, mm-hmm. and that's why I was like, let me just read for you know X amount of minutes at least in the morning, so I can at least know that I did it. And then when I'm able to look back, I always feel good. And then later on, I find some more time. Like, oh, I can read again. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And it's just like I feel like me having that discipline. It also, you know, first it makes me feel good because it's like like we talk about, you know, um, when you follow through on those promises you make to yourself, you feel good. When you check off something that you said you were going to do, you know, it's a, you know, it's a little boost. you feel me? I feel like it gives me momentum. And I feel like that's what self-discipline is for me. And I feel like definitely, you know, like you said, how you do anything is pretty much how you do everything. And that's how I look at it, too. Like, if I have a clean car, I you know, nine times out of ten, I have a clean home. I have a clean room. I have a clean space. I'm organized. Mm-hmm. And if I'm organized, typically, you know, I, I should be organized internally as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think overindulgence is you know, uh, the best way to go about things, you know, in my opinion and whatnot. I feel like it kind of it takes the value out of things when you overindulge, overindulge in them or you just say you see them as plentiful. It keeps you it doesn't you stop you stop seeing the wonder, you stop seeing the awe and everything mm-hmm. that you're able to do. You feel me? The things that really are. And I, just, I just think that self-discipline can also, you know, let us know when to bring it back a notch, when to turn it up a notch and things like that, you know, related to our value systems and what we stand on.
0: Mm. like where are you at in your life right now you don't have to do more than what you feel like you need to do at a time you know what i'm saying like kind of just being disciplined to what who you are and what you can do at a time
2: it all comes back to self-reflection mm-hmm. you got to assess where you are assess who you are and you got to go from there and I, I feel like it's crazy i was talking to Haley earlier it's like virtues there's so many points that it always comes back to whether it's presence so whether it's self-discipline whether it's there's some type of foundation or root that it comes back to that you got to you know sit there and ask yourself is this me right now Mm -hmm. am I aligning with this or you feel me whatever questions that that realization may bring but it's crazy like how this just all comes back to you know yourself Mm -hmm. take time to know yourself
1: so I want you to think and see if you remember a time where you had the motivation but lacked the discipline to move forward with what it is that you were pursuing
0: And when you feel like you have those thoughts and motivation, make sure you can dial back and really think on yourself and what you can truly accomplish and maybe jot down those things, but take a step back from those things and maybe cut them in half as a starting step.
2: Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Let's Talk Perspective. You know, please feel free to um, leave some reviews, some feedback. And if you have any commentary or anything that you want to chat up with us, you can email us at perspectivepodcast three at gmail.com. Thank y'all for tuning in. See y'all next time.